one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. With its governor having his lips dripping with the words of interposition and nullification. One day right there in Alabama, little black boys and black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and white girls as sisters and brothers. I have a dream. Exalted. Every hill and mountain shall be made low, the rough places will be made plain, and the crooked places will be made straight, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. This is our hope. This is a faith that I go back to the south with. With this faith, we will be able to hew out of the mountain of despair a stone of hope. With this faith, we will be able to transform the jangling discords of our nation into a beautiful symphony of brotherhood. With this faith, we will be able to work together, to pray together, to struggle together, to go to jail together, to stand up for freedom together, knowing that we will be free one day. This will be the day, this will be the day with all of God's children be able to sing with new meaning, my country tears of thee. Sweet land of liberty of thee I sing. Land where my fathers died, land of the pilgrim's pride. From every mountainside, let freedom ring. And if America is to be a great nation, this must become true. And so let freedom ring. From the prodigious hilltops of New Hampshire, let freedom ring. From the mighty mountains of New York, let freedom ring from the heightening Alleghenies of Pennsylvania. Let freedom ring from the snow-capped Rockies of Colorado. Let freedom ring from the curvaceous slopes of California. But not only that, let freedom ring from Stone Mountain of Georgia. Let freedom ring from Lookout Mountain of Tennessee. Let freedom ring from every hill and mole hill of Mississippi, from every mountainside. Let freedom ring and when it happens, when we allow freedom ring, when we let it ring from every village and every hamlet, from every state and every city, we will be able to speed up that day when all of God's children, black and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spiritual, free at last, free at last, thank God Almighty. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of Podcasting with Bay. 
I'm your lovable, huggable, huggable, and wonderful host, M. Dollars, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Miss... Wits and Grits. Miss Wits and Grits, and I just felt like we just had to start off the day with uh, ML, uh, that that famous speech by MLK. I was listening to it before we started, and I just felt like it kind of moved me because he was a great orator. Like, honestly... Well, go ahead. Keep saying it. I don't want to cut yeah, you off. Yeah, like he was a great orator, and I felt that it, it, it's 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 kind of sad to say that everything that he said actually is relatable even today. So that's why I'm getting emotional over here because this was the first time, I mean, <clears throat> he got shot 54 years ago, um, but this is the first time that I'm actually – really listening to what is being said and it was hitting home and it might be not that I haven't been listening it's because I have kids Mm -hmm. I think now and for him to say free at last free at last thank God but no thank God almighty we are free at last it like it really makes me sad because we're not really free Never you know? free. We're still in the matrix. Still, still fighting. Still and, fighting. Um, for that, still fighting for that for his, his dream, dream, for his dream that he saw on the and top then, of that mountain top. And then I'm just sitting here, like thinking, it's playing in my head, like how every how they people f- back. Then it wasn't that long ago, right? Fifty people, years is not that long. So pe- people were fighting for, like our ancestors were fighting for us, so we can. Sit in the front of the bus like today. Not I, even ancestors. You know that's somebody's great grandma. Grandma, was doing yeah. That fight like that's that's how far. That's how, how close, close it, it was. Like yeah. you know, <laughs> when they teach you all this shit in in school, like they teach you about, they make it sound like, like this was like a hundred, hundred and twenty yeah. years ago. And then if you actually do the math, it's only like yo half a century. Yeah, literally, it's someone's lifetime that happened, and it's not so. You know, it's. It, 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 it's it's kind of crazy because you think about it and you realize why why we're still in that fight because technically it's still a generational thing. Yeah. There, there are people who are alive. They're, they're very old. Yeah. But they, they are alive to tell you like, yo, I, I saw my parents doing that. This, yeah. They took me there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, oh, man. It, it, <clears throat> I have a few of his famous sayings. Um, but like the time is always right to do what is right. Like, is this the time to do what is right? Because I feel like we're speaking up more now or standing up more that more, um, black lives matter protests and killings and stuff. But it's just like, is the time right right now? You know, I don't know. Like another famous quote of his was our lives begin to end the day. We become silent about things that matter. Like it just is that that's actually a very powerful quote. Can you read that back one more time? Yes. Our lives begin to end the day. We become silent about things that matter. Now, if you think just how powerful that is and what he's what he's actually saying, if you if you see injustice happening, and just you know, justice and injustice—that's that's an important thing. If you see that happening and you actually stay quiet, 
that's actually the beginning of the end for you because mm-hmm. that, it's at that point society starts to crumble. Yeah. You know, and he had a lot of good stuff, you know, and it, yeah, that, that, that one is, is very poignant. And I, and I, and I, you know, if we, we could even get that printed out somewhere, that's because that significant, it, it encompasses so much of what goes on in society and, it, and that could stand the test of time mm-hmm. throughout history. Like <laughs> it's relevant. It was relevant then it's relevant now. now. And 50 years from now, I'm almost positive it'll still be relevant. And and that's what, how, you know, a lot of evil should happen in this world. People saw stuff, refused to say anything because they said, oh, someone else will say something. Mm-hmm. Waiting on the next person to say it. And then it, it's just like a domino effect. I'm not going to say, oh, he's going to say something. Oh, he didn't say nothing. Oh, okay, the next person's going to. And slowly but surely everything falls and then suddenly you have the you know you, that's how you get fucking hitler and nazis and all that shit mm-hmm. you know so uh very powerful you know he was well ahead of his time and you know it, it it's a shame they kill all our prophets like bob marley said man how long will we suffer while they kill all our prophets i don't know you know um and you know me growing up well it's funny because <laughs> growing up in jamaica i don't remember reading about mlk Really? I, so I, but I was young. Remember, I was only like eleven when I got. That's when I, you know, I really started hearing about him. Wow! But I must, pops, everybody else, older adults back then, they yeah. they knew they knew the struggle that was happening. But as a young kid, you know, you you're not aware of exactly what's happening in the world at the time. Mm-hmm. So me coming up here, and, and absorbing the American culture, and you know, learning the history, it was just like holy shit! Like wow, they killed him. And and this was acceptable, you know. Yeah, but I I just remember you do art projects. You were taught in like school since kindergarten about MLK. Like mm-hmm. you were educated, and you just knew like you knew who he was from an early age because it was an important figure, figure. In, in, yeah, in Black history. Yeah. So now, and so- then, then before you go into more detail, I have one more last quote to give you food of thought. Um, Faith is taken the first step when even when you don't see the whole staircase. Say that again. Faith is taken the first step even when you don't see the whole staircase. Faith is taken the first step even when you don't see the whole staircase. Mm-hmm. So like you step a leap out. Of, leap of faith. Leap of yeah. faith. Yeah. You know, faith in just standing up and being strong in what you believe. You never know how far that will take you out because the staircase is pretty long, you know, but you have to step the first step to get to the top. Like someone said, you could be in the valley. I feel like what's going on in the world right now, we're in the valley, but you got to get to the top, to the mountaintop. And eventually we will get to the mountaintop. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, Like I said, the first step is a doozy. I think that's an ample, uh, you know, quote to say as well because faith you gotta you gotta take a leap of faith, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, but leading into like when we're talking about the school thing, um, glory. You know, I found it very interesting that she's six years old. We were in the car. You remember when we were riding? Yes. And um, I don't know if I probably will remind you now, but when she was like, "Who is MLK?" Like, who is oh, story time, guys? Oh, story time. Sorry, yeah. Time. She was like, who is Martin? Like, who? 
Yeah, so uh, we were. And that was just so shocking. I just like, I started like going in and I had to calm down because her mom was there. And so her mom explained to her. But it was very shocking that she is African-American. She goes, she goes to school in most of a predominantly black neighborhood. And she, they weren't even celebrating MLK before they had the day off. But, you know, it's to be expected. That's shocking to it's me. It's because listen, history is history. As each generation goes out, it becomes less and less important to them. Because remember now, so you might have grown up uh, with your because again, it, how, yeah, how many generations was it? Two, maybe two, two generations, generations past. Yeah. So you're growing up with your parents, and for them, that was a major event. So they're telling you like, hey, MLK, da 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 da. Yeah, maybe Floyd is gonna be. You know, her. and so then she's coming up now, but. For her, her parents, it was like, okay, it happened, but we have our own shit to deal with right now. Even though that was significant, you learn that in school whenever they get to it. Yeah. You know, so it's not like it's being, it's like uh, a, a tradition passing down along this information. So it, but I wasn't too shocked to hear her say it. I was I, sad. Yeah, no, and it, I was shocked and sad, you know. But I think this goes into... Like like you said, you didn't find out about him until you were eleven years old. Yeah, I, and that's when I came up here. Like I said, and I and you know, obviously, you get in. It was an introduction into a new culture and society, and so yeah, you know, you start going to school, and up here they're teaching that history more because it's you know it's prevalent to everybody here. Um, but I mean, there's still a lot of parades, and there's. <clears throat> but maybe remember. Jamaica, hardly any cable, you know, like we only have our, so I'm young. I don't know, you know, they might've taught me, but I don't remember. I don't remember that stuff. That stuff was named because it wasn't prevalent to what was happening in my country. Yeah. I learned about our national heroes who fought for the Jamaican freedom, mm-hmm. you know, so, but apparently he came to Jamaica too. He took a trip to, and he said this quote, he said, while I'm here in Jamaica, this is the most human I've ever felt. Wow. Because he was in a black country treated with the utmost respect. respect. Yeah. And he said, this is the most human I've ever felt. And that's an actual quote from him while he was visiting the country. So, um, but yeah, like I said, you know, it, I wasn't shocked by what Glory said. Um, she'll learn and she, she'll gather the important and the significance of it. I was glad mama was able to tell her, Yeah, you know, give her like a quick, and she's a smart girl, and I know she'll 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 go researching for herself to figure out what's going on and ask questions at school. Yeah. So I was, um, but yeah, um, you know, happy MLK Day. Happy MLK Day. It's an it's a holiday. Yeah. Uh, well, do you know when it? the holiday came about? Um, not too much. Well, MLK was signed into to law by Reagan, mm-hmm. uh, back in nineteen um. 1963, and that beca- that was because Democrats were trying to pass it along. Republicans were fighting it, saying yep. that, oh, you know, he's not really the kind of person we're supposed to be celebrating because, you know, they used to, they try to paint him as a womanizer and a cheater and all yeah. this stuff, but all false allegations. There was never any proof of that. And so in 1963, a bill was sent to the president's desk and he was sign- and signed into law, making it a national holiday. So congratulations. Yeah, big, big. Big claps for that, right? Yes. Yeah, so but also, also, too, like, it's funny because South Carolina was the last state to honor 
um, his day as a paid holiday, and that was in 2000. Can you believe that? Oh, it took them until that day to actually yeah. do it? Yeah, and course, that's the, the, last, the last state. But I'm just grateful that they're um, actually, you know, every state gets paid paid day off. Well, yes, yes, it's a national thing mm-hmm. now. So, um, But all right, uh, well, let's, let's move along. Uh, we got a few topics to get to, a nice little list here. Fuck um, my shoulder, bro. Uh, here we go. So once again, Miss Winston Gritz trying to be this gym person who's always in the workout mode, and as usual, I fucked up my. Shoulder. She's me- she messes up her body every day. But I the care. woman does not know how to slow down. No, but guess what? And it's funny. I was listening to something on like I don't know if it was the podcast or what. Excuse me, whatever. This morning, and they're talking about. Oh, I was doing my devotional. My twenty-one day challenge with Rock City, and um, oh, is this where you got your affirmations? Were you looking for your confirmations for who you want to? No, we'll talk about that. Oh, later. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. But I, um, they were saying like one of the guys he had got hurt, and at one point, and um, he kept just pushing through. Like he he listened to his body, and he decided not to push through, and he took a few days off because he couldn't like. For some reason, he couldn't just get up and walk. Like, his back was hurting so bad, like, a few weeks ago, that he just had to lay there. So, he just laid down for two days, but he felt like that was God telling him, like, you need to chill, you need to rest. So, I don't know what's trying to happen. I've God been telling to- you since I met your ass that you need to slow down and rest, and you don't want to listen to him. But, I don't know, like, maybe, I think you need to take yoga. I think that will help you a lot. Stretch your own, not your bones. I'm stupid. Stretch your muscles and your ligaments and all that. I think that's what you really need. Cause yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I need that. I, I would like to do that. Um, just right now I'm getting fit. You know, I'm hitting that, the, the workouts in the house. And oh I yes, get, on your little YouTube. And you trial. know what, guys? I am very proud of my husband. He's been working out with me. Yes, he has hit the gym, the the Bennett gym. Yes, which is so, awesome. Uh, we're making this a family of a family event. So yeah. I've been, she's been doing her little workouts in front of the TV, and I've been here with her as well. And I ain't gonna lie. And like, these just got me sweating. sweating. <laughs> <laughs> just got me sweating, yeah. son. I'm not even gonna lie to you. At first, you were like, "What the fuck? Who? Who is this? Grow with who?" Yeah, what? I wasn't. I wasn't a believer because I was just like, "Come on, y'all not really doing nothing." But then, you know, we did the steps, and it's high cardio. That's essentially what it is. So it's you're not you don't you don't take breaks. Yes, when you take a break, you're actually still moving, moving. and so it's supposed to get your heart rate up. And yeah, so if the you first got- time I did it, I, oh. I was drenched. Oh my so God. guys, um, we're doing our gym gym membership with YouTube, and the person who we're following is Grow with Joe, and I just love her workouts. I was doing it at first with Bryce when Bryce was born, and then I stopped because, of course, I got pregnant with Marley. But um, she has a lot of people who follow her, and they always show their stories and their pictures. So I'm. Oh yeah, tra- that's right. She does have the pictures of people, people. doing it. And Whitney tells me that a lot of people are saying that her stuff works. works. So, and I think you're seeing you're seeing little. I'm seeing a little one or two little things happening. Too. Yeah. So, and I'm actually happy with my body. So, we are. What pretty, three like, two weeks in? No, not we. Oh, we, you're you, two weeks in. I'm a week and a half in. 
Why are you lying to these people? What, I can't get my week and a half in? Boy, you are three days in. <laughs> it felt like a week and a half. <laughs> it felt like a week and a Boy, half to me. Down. You were like three days in and I'm like six days in. But when we get off of this pod, you know where we hitting Yo, that, that I, I was able. Gym. I did 20 push-ups with Bryce on top of me. I think it's working. I'm feeling stronger. Okay, I'm glad. But that's not the only thing you've been doing. What you've been doing a detox as well, haven't you? Yo, tell them about tell them about your little detox tea because you just swear up and down that this was going to be revolutionary. Go <sighs> ahead, tell them about your tea. Tell them how that hit you. All right, so guys, I story time, story time, story time. Here we go. So a while ago, I was in Walmart and I was like, mm, detox tea, mm, cleansing tea. I don't have to pay like a hundred dollars, six hundred dollars. Cool, I'm getting this for like three dollars let's see if it really worked so i was taking it and the shit wasn't working all right so i decided let me take it during my covid oh when quarantine. you have your covid COVID, smart yeah you can start it because i'm i'm in the house because everyone say like when you take a detox tea it's going to make you shit yes and flush I've your system flush my system and you say that's probably why we got pregnant because i was taking that detox tea oh before. yeah you felt your body was uh, my body is ready, feeling like I'm ready, feeling like I'm ready. I don't know how Bryce is getting his singing from your side, but we'll talk about his right, music <laughs> too. Um, but anyway, so I took the tea and I was like, oh shit, this shit ain't working. So I upped it and I started putting. So Two tea I, bags? Two tea bags, but I'll put the cleanse with the detox. Okay, because there's a Wait. cleansing tea and oh, there's, there's a, a detox tea. Oh, really? Yeah, same and thing. They taste a little different. Oh, but interesting. They, they I didn't. T- I thought. See, I thought you just had just the old detox tea. So no, I switch it up, right? So I switch it up, but then I remember the packet saying, "Let it steep for fifteen minutes," mm. and that makes a huge difference. That's the one that cut you up. So I started letting it steep. I was letting it steep longer than 15 minutes. Okay? Uh, oh, you're, you know, trying, you're get, trying to go extra strength. You, pop, popping you guys, especially Pop, he, my father-in-law guys, he always gets upset at me because when I make my tea, I always drink it cold by the time I get back to it. A, a waste of time. A waste, a waste of time. He's baby, like, baby, can you he make, make me, me some, some tea? tea? I go do all of this shit, put the tea down, and be like, here you go. She's like, okay, thank you. <sighs> Fall asleep, wake up three in the morning. Over here sipping. I'm like what are you sipping It's fucking cold Drink this shit And then Pop he, Just like he said to the, the other day He was like I don't know why You wasted your time <laughs> Shout out to Pop Shout out to Pop We gotta get him on the pod yeah. But anyway So I'm drinking the tea And I'm like Oh this shit ain't working Next thing you know Rumble 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 I'm like What the fuck You know what time it is Yes, so I ran to the, the bathroom, and the kids play with themselves, or you know, and then I used the bathroom, got it out. The next day, so every time I took the tea, it hit differently. So sometimes it would run right through me, mm-hmm. like within five minutes, and then sometimes I can be like the last time that really did me over. I was just talking. I was like, um, and I thought I, I literally, I was like. Wait, what is that? I wait. know I didn't shit on myself. Like it just came out. So wait, now is this like a, so a all I, day experience, or is this no. just like a one day, one it's, time, it's and like, then it's done? It's one time, and then you're done. But you're like, 
it, I guess. No, when I say it's an all day experience, I mean like, are you go- constantly no, going to the bathroom? Not for me. No. Okay. So, oh, so I, you got like some iron dome system in your in your in your stuff. Your, it's your literally shit just, when I drink it, and sometimes it won't happen that day. It will happen the, next, the day? next day. But oh, when do it. when yeah, it, I don't want none of this. Because you just For me You just don't know When it's gonna hit your ass Yeah <laughs> Actually You don't know When it's gonna run through your ass But yeah That was my My shitty story um, yeah. So now You're not the only one At your crew Who's actually uh, Doing weight yes, loss Right Yes Auntie Nunu Are you guys In a competition Are you guys like Making like a friendly competition Or are you just you just supporting no, each other We're just supporting each other TT Nunu um, Is on his weight loss journey um she's on a candida diet candida candida Can- candida 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 same shit apple potato same thing yeah well she's on that type of diet and um she actually we were talking about this yesterday she lost um 40 pounds 40 pounds oh shout out to you yeah. wow she lost 40 pounds in like the last two months, if that. Um, but she was having a lot of health issues and like all these stomach pains. She's been having this for years. 40 fucking pounds. And wow. so she's went on a very strict diet. Um, I We will post um, about the diet, the little. The stuff that she did? The Well, the, it's a long list. What Remember? is it now? Is it working out? Me, uh, I'm assuming meal prepping and food is a, is a big part of this diet. So, yes, hers. that is a big part of it. I mean, she's now starting to walk and stuff, but it's really just eating. She lost 40 pounds literally eating clean. Eating, eating clean. Nice, yeah. nice, so nice, nice. I'm very proud of her. And she's like, she's 5'2". But, and that's what we were having this debate about. Like, and I want your opinion. All right, go ahead. We feel, or I let's say I feel, okay, that the system is set up for white people. What system? The, the health, the, the health system. system. The well, you're 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 correct. And the reason why I say this is because she's five two. Yes, right. She's very itty bitty. Mm-hmm. But they're saying that she should weigh around one hundred and thirty five pounds. Okay. She will look fucking sick. If she weighs it's that. It's 130. Now, yes. are you saying that because you because you've always known her at her at the other weight? So thinking of her at this weight, you're like, oh, that wouldn't look right. Is that a, is that playing a part in this? Well, we both agreed that it just wouldn't look right. Like, well, actually, I'm sorry. She's not supposed to be 130. 30. Yeah, she's just if she's five two, mm-hmm. she should be around 104 to 135. At the max. At the max. Well, uh, so and she's just that just looks crazy. That would look crazy on her. Okay, so two things. One, you're right. The health system is geared towards Caucasians only because it's get it's a European standard of, of fitness. Mm-hmm. So, like for instance, uh, way back when I went to the doctor once, right? Yeah. I'm six two. And I think I weighed in at around 190 something. The doctor mm-hmm. tried to tell me that I'm actually supposed to be close to 170. Uh, I think he said between 150 and 170. He said, oh, that's the, the weight that they have listed here. But even he said, he said, but I can't go by that weight because you're African-American. And you oh, got, he said that? Yeah, he said, because this is more a European, uh, it's a European the, the system was created by Europeans. Wow. 
So it's a European-based system based on how Europeans look. And he said, you know, normally Caucasians are naturally slimmer than African-American. You guys are a little more beefier, a little more stockier, a little more, you know, fitter. So he was just like, to me, I will tell you that, yes, you're in perfectly good health, but according to the charts, they're going to tell you that you're you're overweight. Yes. You know, and so I looked it up, and he was correct. Yes, they do state it that, yes, uh, the, the weight system is still based on a European standard, and they haven't made that adjustment yet in the medical field to account for other ethnicities and how their body types are. Yeah. You know, just like in Africa, in Africa, you go there, everybody got a fat ass. Everybody's yeah. booty is big and voluptuous, you know, but mm-hmm. according to the European standard, they would say, oh, those women are not in uh, the best shape of their lives. Right. Yeah. And it's crazy because her being, and I'm looking up at the scale that they have, uh-huh. her being 5'2", they're saying, because now she's 188, okay? Yo, shout out. Yo, that's what's I'm up, I'm so happy for her. And I, she looks amazing. She always looked good, too, with weight yeah. on her. She's actually trying to learn to, like, she loves how she looks, but she's like, She's not used to it. She's not used to it. She's not used to it, yeah. But I keep telling her it's going to be healthy, and she, like, she's going to have a wedding. They're having a wedding. Shout out to the wedding. Next year, which we'll be at. Um, So she's just going to keep losing more weight. I said, girl, you better not get smaller than 160 because you gonna look like that little bobblehead, the big head, oh the little my body. God, yo, she you she wrong fe- as hell for that. No, because she says she thinks that's what she looks like now. I said no. Well, but- no, she just needs to go to the. Well, you know, she she needs to go and put on a little, a little muscle. Muscle, muscle so will I said, balance her out. You have to just start lifting now. Yeah. So you don't want to get smaller than one sixty. So I don't know what her goal weight. I forgot what she. Yeah, said that's her goal what I was about is. to ask you. Like, does she have a goal weight in mind where I she think feels it was she like one sixty? But it's definitely not in the one thirty. She and I think one sixty would be fine. for I her. think it would look good because she's basically almost my weight. I'm one eighty three right now. And she in Texas. Yeah, yeah I'm so proud of her. That's what's up, man. Congratulations to TT. TT Nunu. TT Nunu. Yeah, we should give her a call. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll definitely get... You think she's up? Yeah, she's up. Want to call her? Let's call her. Let's get her on the line then. Um, All right, so let's take a quick break and let's get her on the line and we'll be right back. All right, we're back. All right, let's give, let, let's give TT Nunu a call. Let's give her a call. And see if this will work. Hold on. Here, why don't we hear it through the speaker? I know, I know. We're working on this technical difficulties here. Too bad. What? What's going on? Why are you calling me? Yeah, why is it not coming through the speaker? <coughs> oh, well, we got voicemail, guys. All right. So we're gonna have to call back. Sorry. Like, maybe she sent you the voicemail because she's like she don't probably don't know the number. number. You want me to try? Um. All right, let, 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 let's try. Okay, let's, let's hold up. We'll try one more time. On the pod! What up, what up, what, what up, up? No, no. I'm about to start talking, y'all. Yeah. What's good? What's good? How, how's it down there in good old Texas? Bipolar. Oh. It be cold. It's cold in the morning and hot in the afternoon. And then it be freezing at night. Oh, Jesus. Oh, so wait, what's the temp? Wait, so like when you say it's... So you guys are what below freezing in the morning? Damn, I didn't know it got that cold. Oh, it gets cold. No, it ain't below freezing. It's it like, gets cold. 
But we'll talk about yeah. we'll talk about it. We're gonna keep her short. Yeah. But we were calling because we're talking about how we're um you've lost a lot of weight. Well, actually, we were talking about Whitney and her detox tea and how yeah. she's trying to lose weight up here. And so we said, let's talk. Let's just talk about somebody who's actually, you know, doing the damn thing. I know because all... Whitney be cheating. Whitney be cheating. Oh, ask her what she eating right now. Go ahead. Just ask her. Ask her what she eating. I know she ain't dedicated. She ain't, she ain't a real G like me. No, I'm just. <laughs> she over here eating almond peanut butter. It's a goddamn shame. Stop coughing in the mic. Um, so listen, yeah, so we were just talking about your weight loss journey and how's it coming along. Now, um, Whitney told me you lost damn near close to 40 pounds. I didn't even know it was that much. Mm-hmm. That's what's Um, up. 42 pounds to be exact. Nice, nice. Do you have a, uh, do you have an ideal weight in mind that you're trying to hit? Hell no, when the doctor take me off this dog on diet, <laughs> but she said, what, what she did say was when I stopped losing weight. It's gonna be where my ideal weight is. Mm. Oh, oh, so when you plateau out, then okay. So, all right. And so, so how, how I, is it for you? Um, it's definitely um, a mental challenge on a daily basis. It's a mental challenge on a daily basis because you know I've been a bigger a lot of my life. Mm-hmm. Like I've been a big, you know, I've been a plush pal, and I've you know queen of the plush pals. But now, um. I realize that sometimes we eat mentally and not really physically. Like we think we need to eat, but we don't really need to eat. And that it was a real eye opener for me. Like, damn, I just be eating just, just to because. eat. Or, oh yeah. <laughs> like stress eating. So, I think that's one thing that, that I do a lot is stress eating. Mm-hmm. And then like, as, since I've started this journey, a lot of stuff that we eat on the regular is not good for us. Like a lot. Like I never knew coffee was like bad for me. Um, it coffee isn't bad. It's just I put cream. I I loaded up with creamer. Remember, sugar. Remember when you get from Starbucks that the thirteen shots of whatever? Oh girl, down not thirteen. It was seven. Oh, uh, Bensi, so. <laughs> Bensi, Bensi iced coffee with seven pumps of white mocha and soy milk. Oh, so that's, that's where Whitney got, got it from. So I'm going to tell you a quick story here. Once, so when we were in California, right, <laughs> Whitney sent me to the damn Starbucks. This girl told me, listen, I want you to get me. What was it that you was always drinking? A, uh, fra- a frappe what, or whatever. What was it, Amber? A cappuccino. Uh, um, Some uh, shit. Um, and, she wa- and she wanted 13 pumps in there. And the people were looking at me like, 13 pumps? I said, that's what she wants. And I was just, and yeah, they was just the like, sweet, oh, the my sweet God. Yeah. I was just like, holy shit. I said, yeah, your inside's going to rot. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, and I was on them well, like hard. Well, don't be like me. No. Don't be like me. So listen, so but, so when you look in the mirror and you look at yourself now, is it, are you still always like in shock? Like, holy shit, I'm actually doing this? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I've actually been keeping up with my, I've been like keeping up with my journey, like to myself. Like I'll tell people how much weight but oh. I literally weigh my, I literally weigh myself every day, every morning, and every night because it's always something different. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of like I lose a pound every six hours, and I just be like, oh, "Okay, wow." It taught me to love water, and I mean, the first thirty days it was bad. The first thirty days, I'm talking about, I was crying, crying. I was at, mm-hmm. I was having nervous breakdowns, everything. But 
when I lost the weight and like you can see it now, especially in my face, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, damn, was food really killing me? It's kind of like you are what you eat. So I was eating bad stuff and I probably was a bad person, but now I'm eating good stuff and I'm healthy. I'm I guess I'm a good person now. But and, and do you it, feel like more energy and all of that? Like the- No. No? <laughs> I mean, I'm an energetic person, like uh-huh. off top. First of all, I'm an Aries. So, you know, Aries will always be full of fire and be bound. But um, it didn't change anything about me. Like, yeah. Yeah, she's still the same person. But she just looks amazing. I'm so proud of you, bestie. Girl. I will say this. If anybody does that (laughs) diet that I did, please work out. Because I got a lot of loose skin. I got some loose skin. And that ain't cute. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you, but like you said, like like we oh shoot, I then I'm attached myself. So like, what's the what's the name? So I said you said the diet is, does the diet have a specific name? Like, is that something we can look up, or is it just like uh, specifically designed just for you? Um, my di- my doctor called it a yeast diet. Yeast um, diet, okay. Yeast diet. Um, it sometimes is. It goes hand in hand with a candida diet. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like keto on steroids. Because keto, with keto, there's like substitutes. You can substitute stuff. With this diet, you can't substitute anything. They, like You can't have organic sugar. You can't have organic agave. You can't have organic this, organic that. You can't have it at all. Mm-hmm. Like It's on the red list. It's, it's a lot of stuff it's that I can't. It's a lot of stuff that she can't. It's a lot of stuff that I cannot have. And... It's kind of like you're just training your gut to start all over again. But I be, uh, I have to stay on it. And that just shows you how much stuff, how much bad stuff I was eating. Like, come on. Like, I was a size 16, now I'm a size 12. Like, the, it, it's crazy. Like, it, it is crazy. Wow. But it's like, nice. it definitely, it definitely is um, for me and my fiance, it's definitely eye opening for us because. Um, we realized a lot of stuff that we were eating, we really shouldn't have been eating it. So now I'm a health advocate. Like, we're both advocates. Like, mm-hmm. don't drink this. Don't drink that. Like, you know, liquor. Liquor has a, a lot of sugar in it. Yes. Like, if you know, especially tequila. We like doing a tequila where the tequila got agave in it. Then, you know, some people just be like, oh, agave is good for you. No, it's a sugar. The only sugar that I can have is stevia. And it it don't taste like anything. Uh, that's the, yeah, the disgusting sugar. Now, question: are, Is there any cheating allowed in this diet? Like, do, do you have no, like a, no. So strict, strict, uh, seven days a week, three sixty five days a year. Mm-hmm. Because you're, you're you're trying to completely flush out your gut. Good. Mm. But babe, this so is this- like this is what we did when before the kids. That's why, like you say, I got pregnant. That's why she's probably gonna be pregnant soon. Thank what girl? Shut up, <laughs> girl. Let, let me let me tell you something. You gonna start wishing pregnancy on me, baby? Because we trying to get this wedding. We are trying to get this wedding. Oh, that's over. right. Okay. Titi Nunu about to get married. Yeah. yeah. How excited are you for that? Oh my god! I, I know you. you because it's getting close as the months go down. I know the stress level is just going higher and higher, trying to get all the details in. Man, you have no idea. And it doesn't help that I'm in grad school and I'm working a full-time job. 
So just just imagine. It's like having two kids. I got two kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I can imagine. Well, luckily you you have a very helpful husband there who's there to support you and husband help you out. Husband to be, husband you know, to be. Husband to be, yes. So um, that definitely a good thing. Is he following the diet with you as well? Like, is he doing it also or he's just moral support at this time? Hell no, he is moral support. Like, <laughs> like Come on, Uncle Germs, get it together. Like, I was, like, I was like, I said, you want to try this? He like, nah, I don't eat it. Doesn't you want to try this? Doesn't she sound just like me when I was? Yeah. I'd be like, that's literally Come on, how you do this. it was for us. And I'm still telling I, him. Come on, he's uh, so I, Ab. He gonna tell me? Oh, I said you can't have rice. Oh. No, he goes, why don't you have rice on your plate? I said, because I can't have rice. He goes, oh, well, I, I need the rice. I was like, you sure? <laughs> I was like, you shouldn't be having rice. Oh, no, no, I'm not on that diet. And then the other day he going to get mad. Well, why did you put this on my plate? I said, because you say you're not on my diet and I can't have beans. Oh, oh okay, fine. It, you just trying to make so- me big. I don't know. I just kind of find. So Whitney's doing, I, I think, something similar to what you're. Well, she's attempting to, to do it. And I don't think we're as strict as how you're doing, but I I think it's just it sounds like it's very hard to shop for that diet. Like mm-hmm. no, baby, mm-hmm. we used to shop. It's, I, mean, I, it's, it's I, not, I think he's in den- not, denial. Go ahead. It's not much. So what I usually do is, and I have, oh, I just have to shout out my man because he is the absolute best. So we meal prep. Like we meal prep. Okay. Um, so um, this is how it goes. In the morning, like I'll do a smoothie, but I can only have blackberries and raspberries. Mm-hmm. So I have a smoothie with oh, this old nasty yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's disgusting, but once you put the blueberries in it, I have the smoothie with um, three pieces of chicken sausage or. Some morning, well, I'm supposed to try it, but he bought some bone broth. I know, I mm. see a lot of people. Oh, I remember that. Oh my, yeah, Whitney used to drink that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but I can't drink that, baby. Uh-uh, I need really? some seasoning. I need some seasoning or something. It. I need. I, I can't be it's drinking both. It's a mental thing. You you can drink it, but go ahead. Yeah. Um. And um. For lunch, I'll have a salad. I well, you know, since I work all the time, um, he'll. He usually fries down chicken breast and then he cut them up and put them in little containers. And mm. I just take meat. And then when I get home at night, um, I'll probably do like um, just another chicken, another salad. It's like salad or we do steak. I know that's the only thing I'm allowed to eat steak, chicken, and salmon. And salmon. So okay. we, we switch out salmon with key, like, or some nights, you know, we'll do salmon, quinoa, and steamed broccoli. Um, there's other stuff that I can have, but it's like I have to be careful because sometimes my body doesn't react to it. Like, um, I don't know if y'all have ever heard of the Daya cheese. Fadia cheese. Daya D A I. No, that's the cheese. Remember that we used to. Is that the gluten free? Yeah. No yeah. milk. The milk. No, no, no dairy. Yes. Okay, but it's so disgusting. the thing is, it is gluten free. However, it still has yeast in it, and we didn't realize that. And it made me real sick, so I can't have. I can't even have that cheese. Wow! See, I was able to when I was doing it before the kids, and I'm back on it now. I don't, I just don't do cheese, period, anymore. Um, I was able to have that cheese with no reaction. 
And see, I was having the same similar things as TT Nunu. Like, remember when certain foods I would eat, even when we we're doing and this it would stuff, trigger, yeah, and it, it would trigger, trigger pains. pains. Like, I'll be in so much pain. Um, but man, it is whew, it is hard, but you do get through it. But yeah, we're congratulations. Well, we're, we're definitely happy for you. Um, you know, and listen, maybe you if if, if you have like a PDF of this, you know, definitely send it over to us because. I'm a little. Uh, I sent it to you. I sent it to your wife. Nice. No. That's, so the, shame on your wife. This, 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 is, this is the foolishness that um, shame, shame, shame. Uncle Marcel is doing because I have it. I follow it all the time. Really, but you didn't post it up, so because I don't even guess know. Guess what you say? Shame said. on you. Flush no. that. <laughs> you say, "Oh, I'm not doing your diet. You do it by yourself." I'm just grateful you happen on the working out with well, me at night. Well, because I. I am overweight. I'm not even going to lie to you. I, I don't feel good waking up in the mornings. I feel very tired and fatigued. And I know it's because I just have all this this this, this finesse, this beautiful body on me. But I, I want to look like I was 18 again, you know, skin and bones. So I will be attempting to do this diet with you. Now, oh, cool. I'm, I'm going to try it because, you know, TT is TT Nunu is a motivation motivational person. And so we'll be checking in with her to keep us focused okay. as we go along. How do you feel about that, TT? I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I guess I'm a um advocate <laughs> now and didn't know I was. Yep, because I'm trying to look sexy for that wedding. Picture. Yeah, we oh, gotta be. Yeah. We got a year to get it together. Listen, <laughs> we, listen I know we can't. Out your, your, go ahead. Your first down south wedding. Oh yeah, I know, yeah, this right? Yeah, this is gonna be my first one, so oh, I'm really gonna have to go show out now. Yeah, you gotta find, get... me, find me a nice little tux. So I should gotta <laughs> yeah. be looking fly. We gotta look wet. With a little fe- what? You gotta look wet. Look wet. Wet? That's the thing. What? What? What is that? What is that? Wet? Are they gonna throw water on me? That's probably something she saw on TikTok. Because I'm about to say, like, who the hell says that? But all right. I ain't never heard nobody say gotta look wet. No. Maybe it's I made, maybe I made that up. You know I make it up all my own words. Oh my god! And myself, you gotta you gotta you gotta eat right, lose weight, cause you know when you come here, you're gonna gain some weight now. Uh, yep. No. Well. No. 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 Uh, hopefully by then I'll be real strict about everything, so I'll just be eating just just what I need to eat just to maintain the. Well, physical. you ain't gonna have no choice because you can't turn down no food down here now, and it's a Cajun style wedding too. Oh, so they gonna have mud bugs. Oh God! Uh, good night, TT. Good night. They go have mud bugs. <laughs> well, listen, TT. Thanks so much for checking with us. We really appreciate you. We love you here. Always friend, friend of the show. Yes, she's and, a you know, she's a regular. She's around. We'll definitely like to have you on again. All right, so stay in touch with us. All right, bye. Love y'all. All right, love, love you. you too. Have Later. A good one. All right, shout out to TT, man. Oh. Shout out to TT. New, new. Yeah, that was definitely Brownie. fun. Like I said, I, 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 I'm so happy for them. I'm yes. happy for her. She seems like she's in a really good place right now. She's doing the damn thing. Yeah. Uh, definitely shout out to them. That's um, definitely motivation right but there. But, yeah, I'm definitely going to I'm, 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 I'm go along with you in that. Okay, I'm, cool. I'm going to do that with you. All right. Yes, when does this start? Next week? Next week. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> next week I'm we're going to start. Because next week. It's I'm a surprised me- you to say next month, but okay. No, no, I got a mental it's a mental thing. It's a mental thing, man. Yeah. All right. Um all right, let's go. What's going on with us this week? Let's just well, let's get to Like she was, like she was saying how it's cold. It's definitely fucking cold. Fucking freezing in New York. Man. Wow. What the fuck, bro? We had an Arctic blast. Temperatures dropped down to the single digits. <laughs> And of course, your boy was out there working. No, please. Yo. No, please. 
So it was ne- it was eight degrees, and they said the wind chill made it feel like it was negative nine degrees outside. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something: that chill felt my toes was on ice, mm. and it was not fun. Like you know, we were still out there. You know, regardless, you still got to go out there and do the work. But Jesus Christ, man, it was rough. Yeah, I, I was not in a good place, and I was just all I could think about was just my wife and coming home and cuddling. Oh, up please, so she could make me feel good. Oh, please, <laughs> that's all that was in my mind. But oh yeah. my god, so you're, you're crazy. One guy. of the downsides with the temperatures, though, is that the subways get flooded with all kind of crazy people. Mm. All the mentally ill, all the homeless, they leave from up top. Yes, get down because the trains are warm. The heats is on. Yep. And unfortunately, that brings a whole bunch of chaos and a sad story to bring to you guys here. But so a woman was actually pushed on the tracks at Grand Central. That's the the, the hub of our system. That is the main hub of our system where all the cops, all the the tourist people, everything. She was just standing there waiting for a train. Unfortunately, someone who had some mental issues, he was homeless, mental, pushed her in front of a train and she died. Mm. Um, this young lady was 40 years old. She was in the prime of her life. Um, she was, she actually does outreach for homelessness. And that was just the wow. irony in that story. That's and, crazy. And, you know, again, it just highlights just how it, it's the subways are not safe. And like I always tell you, I don't feel comfortable with you taking the, yeah, you the don't train. Like I'm always like, anytime Whitney comes to me and goes, Oh, maybe I should take, I said, Nope, I'd rather you drive and get a ticket. I don't care. I don't, I just, I feel more comfortable if you were driving down or taking uh, the express bus. But on the subways is a no-go for me. I don't even recommend it to anybody that I know. I always tell people, try to be safe. And so the rules, again, I, I said these rules are way back when in a, uh, maybe the first couple of podcasts. I'm going to say them again. This is my rules for the subways. When you're on the platform, always keep your back to the poles. Do not just stand on the edge like everybody normally does looking out because you can't see who's behind you. And somebody could come behind you and just randomly push you for no reason. And, you know, that's how we have all these strategies. So, um, all right, Peter, her and, uh, and you know, definitely condolences to her family. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, that's that's crazy. But that that that's why I get anxiety now. Literally trying thinking about having to take the train because of that one time when the man tried to attack me. Uh, and. You know, were you wearing bright colors? No, I wasn't wearing a bright color. Because they're attracted Dude, to bright colors. That's what you said. Uh, that's you, another one of my rules. Do not wear bright colors. <laughs> Try to wear muted colors, natural yeah, colors, like story tones. Story time. Tell, tell, tell so, them about your job. Story time. So uh, one of the things with our job, we, we wear a lot of uh, bright safety vests, right? These things are Attract a lot of light. They shine. They're bright. <laughs> you, you, you'll post the picture of you with, with, with my little vest with on. Your vest on. But my rule is always... Whenever they send us out to jobs, they always tell us you have to take, you know, pub transit because Mm -hmm. that's what we work for. But I always tell everybody I'm with, take your vest off, put it up in your helmet, put your helmet in a bag. Don't let anybody see him. You know why? Because it makes you a target. People are frustrated with how the service is running. They're frustrated with just life. And they see you as an easy target because they know that you can't really do anything. Like if someone spits on me, I'm not allowed to touch them. I'm supposed to walk away, find a police officer, and report the incident. Someone punches me. I'm supposed to curl up on the ground, take the hits, and then when they walk away, go find a police. I'm not allowed because if I fight back, I'm going to be up for disciplinary. They're going to try to fire me. And so, yeah, crazy people are attracted to that stuff. And 
I tell my wife all the time, yeah, don't wear anything that's, that makes you stand out. Don't make eye contact. Always keep your, your eyes, eyes down, down. and mm-hmm. do not look anybody in the eyes. Like, yeah. even if somebody's saying something to you or talking randomly, don't be curious. Mind your business. Mind your business. Mind your business. Mind your business. But speaking about business, I mean, RIP to the lady. That is definitely a sad, um, sad case. And it's just be, it's not safe out there right now. But speaking about mind your business, your big boy started school and his nosy little friend approached him. Nosy little friend? What are you talking about, my big boy? Big boy Bryce? Yeah, big boy Bryce started school. You remember how you said All right, we're jumping from the subways to big boy Bryce. All right, big boy Bryce back in school. That's what's happening this week. My boy got over COVID and now it's time to get back on the grind. Yeah, so you want to go ahead and tell him quick so story. So I was the one that actually took his ass to school. <laughs> and, you know, he was excited. He was he got dressed, got up in the morning, went to school. And it kind of made me happy. Like, he came in, and the teacher said, they was like, Bryce is back. Yay, Bryce is back. And then out of the background, all I see was this little hussy. Don't, don't call she her. jumped up, and I saw the glare in her eyes that... Uh, <laughs> You know, I was like, what the hell is happening here? And she was like, Bryce. And this little girl charged out like a bat out of hell. She (laughs) hit that corner. She rushed into the almost tackled him to the ground. I was like, get your hands off my son. Okay, come on. Put, and put literally, the, put, okay, this is enough. This enough. little girl was just like, "Oh my God, Brycey, I missed you, Brycey, Brycey, Bryce. And she's trying to help him take off his clothes. clothes. Meanwhile, I'm just here like Bryce. Yeah, because he carries his two little um, his two little toys. I was like, Bryce, bring them back to me. And he's looking at, he's trying to come to me, and she's like holding him. And I'm like, Get your hands off my son, teacher! Look, assault. <laughs> But yeah, no. Uh, he has a little girlfriend at school that she, you know, she she really likes him. I don't even understand what's she happening. She loves she this loves boy. This boy, and Bryce shows her little to no. Like the boy just ignores he her. Ignores her, guys. He literally does not even look at her. Fellas, it works. <laughs> it works. I'm telling you. I told you. If you ignore them, they will come. She does not give this man a time of the day. But anyway, keep so. Telling. Yeah, so um, so he runs, screaming how she missed him. Bryce comes back to me, gives me his toys. He's like, "Bye." I'm like, "I love you, son." And then all I see is she just breaks off from the teacher, runs around, gives him a hug, and gives the boy a kiss on the cheek. (laughs) She kissed my son. Round of applause for that. The the, the level of audacity. I felt like drop kicking her. I felt like giving her some. Okay, 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 okay. Calm she's moving too fast. She's Calm moving down. too fast. And she's so cute. She's this little girl with ponytails. She's she, a wonderful person. She has a little ponytail. Yeah, she had she's, like she had like her hair back in a ponytail. But I was just like, I was looking at him. She's so and cute. Again, the boy didn't even acknowledge it. He was just like, yeah. But you said this time, which you didn't tell him. He, she actually, when she hugged him, he hugged he, her he back. Hu- he hugged he her back. He did hug her back. So I think he was just happy to be back. To he school. was happy to be back to school. And I think you know, I'm I'm not even mad. I'm like you know, but. The boy's cute. I, I knew this was going to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? He gets his jeans from his mama. Yeah, he looks like his mom. But I, I knew this was coming. I said it. I was just like, oh, my God. This boy's going to be a heartthrob. From when he was in daycare with little, little, Zuri. little Zuri. Zuri's all on doing top of him. Thing. Like, doing taking, the same thing. Taking his clothes off. And- I want, you know what? I think he, I think this is his game. So, played, I, you know he, what? It works. I'm worried because... I'm, I'm telling you now. I'm speaking it. I'm telling you now. He's going to end up getting a wife who 
caters to him because That's both boy. both of these women take they're not like, women baby they're kids okay, you're oh right, my you're right. god what are you what are you doing oh, okay. get, what's wrong with you get your li- get my life flush together. these thoughts but, flush all of these okay. thoughts we're not even okay. flush them flush, flush them, them. Flush them. both these little girls as you would say hussies. i just told you to flush them okay, okay, flush okay, it okay, okay okay we're not talking about that i'm sorry he doesn't like to talk about his kids the two heads flush it they're babies he wants to keep them all right babies. the fact of the matter is the boy has game clearly he gets it from his daddy he was watching my tapes. Oh my god! And he knows how. And I told him. Every, I told him. I told him when he's born. I said, Bryce, if you ignore them, they will come." Mm-hmm. And that's all he has been doing. And they have been showing up like clockwork. Shout out well, to Bryce. Well, speaking of Bryce, you want to go ahead and lead into the main topic? So, uh, well, yes. Let's jump into our main topic. Um, Bryce, yeah, uh huh. Bryce, yeah, uh huh. And Marley. And Bryce, I hated you when I was pregnant. So Whitney has brought it to my attention <laughs> that apparently during and after both pregnancies, yeah, there was a little bit of resentment for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of hate for me. Mm-hmm. She detested me. Yeah. She thought I was vile. She thought I was the scum of the earth. How the hell can you think that? I'm a lovable person. I'm lovable M dollars. So... Now we're, I, I want to discuss this. Like, where where did this come from? Like, is is this a known phenomenon thing that? Because someone else we know hates their baby daddy too. Yes, and I'm curious: is this a thing that happens? Yes, I feel like the it's floor a thing. is yours. I feel like it's a thing that happens, um, guys. This is my first time telling my husband. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know this yeah. was happening. Uh, that crazy. that this was happening, I felt like he probably thought it was happening I because just, of me flashing on him or whatever. But I think it's half of the pregnancy; it's your hormones. Crazy, but go ahead. I think half of it's hormones, and then it's just a change for both of us, right? So I just remember, and I always coach my friends um, when they're pregnant. Most of, most of them have had happy pregnancies, so not as bad as mine, where they're throwing up and stuff. Excuse me, but I coach them and I let them know like um, that it's going to get rough. It's going to get rough and it tends to get rough. I feel like a month before the baby comes, like whenever the woman starts really prepping, like getting in the nesting mode. That's yeah, when yes. It oh, I remember nesting so mode. So I remember. Was it around that time? It was before that time. You were just pissing me the fuck off with Bryce. And I remember calling one of my girlfriends. She has a newborn right now. Shout out to TT Tab. Um, I remember calling her and I was like, I fucking hate Marcel. This is probably like a month before Bryce or a few weeks. Wow. I was I walked up Mishulu, walked there, and because I was like, I need to just go walking. Because it was like probably two weeks before because I'm trying to get him to come yeah. down. And I was like, I fucking hate him, Tab. Like, I don't know why I had a baby with him. Like, this is horrible. It, it, because we were fighting all the time. And it was like, whatever I said, you just would fight. And it just, it, it was bad. It was really bad. And as I was talking to a few clients, I've been talking, you know, I'm always talking. Um, they all have a minute because I tell them, we're very honest and they should listen to our podcast. Like, we... When people are like, how is it? Or when people would ask me, how is it? I'd be like, it's not good. Like, we hate each other right now. And you go through that stage, I feel like it's it depends on how the man is. This is my opinion, right? 
And I felt that with Bryce, you weren't, you were still doing you first. It took you a while to understand that he comes first and then you. He wasn't even here. That was, once he got here, it took you a while. And I feel like it takes every man a while. It's either a few months, six months, or a year. But you got it pretty quickly for a man. Yeah, because how could I not? Your ass was over here giving me evil eyes. Every I, yeah, I felt but, like you was going to stab me in my sleep. And, I, oh, and For the first I, three I months, just, I didn't sleep. I, I just, kept my eyes open. No, always please. looking at your and ass. That, like, your ass was snoring to the guy, sleeping through actually, the night. Actually, I made a recording, and I kept pressing play every five minutes just to, so you could hear it. Because oh, I was watching your ass. Oh, please. But seriously, though. But yeah, so, go ahead. So, so I, hate, I hated you now, for... All right. Now, retrospect, looking back, mm-hmm. was that hate warranted? What 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 was what was I doing? Whatever I was doing at the time, you weren't doing shit. Like you were moving too slow for me, and I'm like, a baby's coming. We need to get shit done, and you're just like chilling, like uh huh. Uh-huh. Okay, but so all right, okay, go ahead. Now, do you think you said you you, you thought it might be it might have been uh. The 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 the, the um, it's the, horm- the hormones kicking. I think in. it's also too. We feel the baby kicking. We feel the baby moving. And so, you're just like so. You feel life, and it's like oh god, this life could come any minute. Once were you doctor, miserable? I was fucking miserable both pregnancies. Yeah, but each one like pissed me off differently with you. Wow. So that was Bryce. I don't mm-hmm. know if you want to keep asking me more questions about Bryce's situation. Well, no. Because there's a difference with Marley. There's a difference. From, so, this is not the first time I've heard this. Mm-hmm. Even when um, my, you know, ex, um, Junior. Yeah. He said, uh, what's, uh, Carrie hated him. Yeah. During the pregnancy. And he was just like, he, he didn't know why. Because every little thing triggered her. Yeah. Right? And so, during that time, I felt the hate. Mm-hmm. And that's why I kind of left you. So you got mad because you felt I wasn't doing anything. And I was just like, if I do anything, you're going to be mad. So I'm going to just leave you the fuck alone and let mm-hmm. you do whatever the fuck you want to do. Because I want to I want to hear it. Yeah. But it was just like nothing I did made you happy. It was just always just, just anger. And I was just like, oh, my fucking and, and, God. And I'm going to be honest with you. It took a while. And I, I think that's why... I listen to a lot of my clients. I listen to a lot of my friends. And, like, I want to just tell you thank you. You do, a, like, as a father, you're, sh- you're supposed to help, you know, in the house mm-hmm. with the kids and stuff. But I feel like, and we, I have these conversations with, like I said, all my clients and stuff. The women, we take on a lot of more on the role, like, with the kids. It's mostly... We book the appointments. We have to take them. We have to cook. We have to pick them up from school. Like, it's a lot. We have to bathe them. We It's a lot that falls just on the woman. Mm-hmm. And I'm, as I'm listening, giving advice to women and stuff, I'm just like, it's because the woman, most of the people who I know, the woman is a dictator. Like, they're very, like, my way, no way. They They're scared to let to step back so that's why i said this year is my year of like sitting back and whatever happens with you if i ask you to do something and don't get done oh well eventually it will get done but my whole point in saying this is i took a while to like just let you 
it took me a while to understand that, okay, whatever he's doing, it's getting done. As long as the kids are happy, it might not be your way, but as long as the kids are happy, that's all that matters. So let him do it his way. And I think that kind of like let go a little bit of the, the tension. So when you mean like, what do you mean? Like, oh, when you ask me to do stuff for the kids or just in general, like. Well, for the kids or in general, you know, because the, then other little things add up because you're getting no sleep. Both people are getting no sleep. And you're I feel like with the kid, you really learn your partner. Like we have been together for four years and we never really had arguments. We didn't have as much of having to share something because I mean, we had rent and all that stuff, but we didn't have a child that we're raising together and we have to have the same beliefs, you know, to help to make sure that this, this child understands. Okay. Um, so I don't know. It's just a lot of adapting. I think it's a lot of change at once that ha- is happening. And that's why I just, I just hate it. I literally hated you. Oh, okay, so so and um, you know we're going to move on to to cause you said Marley's whole situation. It was a different different things were causing yeah. the hate there. All right, and all right. So to summarize, and this is how I'm understanding it. Yeah. Basically, you're telling me that uh, you couldn't have your way. <laughs> okay, oh, wait. All right, all right. No, no, basically, what you were yeah, saying is trying to. <laughs> you are really trying to piss me off. <laughs> no, so what you was basically saying is just that it, it took a while for you because you're you're used to having things done your way right away, whatever. So it what it wasn't easy for you to kind of um give up that control at times. Yeah, and I still have that issue sometimes. Yeah. I feel like. Um, I'm hoping I'm improving because yeah, I, and I think you are. You know, like I, sometimes you revert back to to your modes, and then that's where we have our little tiffs or whatever. But yeah, yeah. all right. So that was Bri- so Bryce. Then was just generally me not doing anything. You felt like certain things wasn't getting done in a, in the way you wanted to be done. No, I wouldn't say you're not doing anything because you are very hands on, active. Dad. No, no, I'm talking about uh, the, the two weeks before he was born. And yeah, it just wasn't. You weren't moving quick, quick enough, enough for, for you. me. Okay. You know, and I'm like, and you were like, yo, coming. we need to do we this. We need to do this. We need to do that. And I was this. just like, all right, it's we'll get it done. done. It's not, not that serious, serious right now. Let's just focus on. All right. So, and I realized a lot of men are like that. Like same thing with cousin. She like, we had to go help with the crib because she was like, well, come on, we got to get it. And guess what? Good thing we helped her because Lennox came a few days later. Yeah. So, it's, well, and, and, and you know what it is? Cause we, we're trying to prioritize Mm-hmm. And how? Because we're like, all right, you're you're stressed because of this baby right now, and you might not be thinking clearly. But I'm I might be seeing things from a totally different angle, and I'm like, hey, listen, that's not really that serious. What you're telling me over here sounds real. We need to focus on this, but it's two different opinions because yeah. you're saying that no, this needs to get done now. You're not gonna do this. Oh, fucking fuck it, I'll do it myself. And and then yeah, so and that's where the the, the issues, issues come from. in. All right, so Bryce came along, and and mm-hmm. um, you know, I turned into super dad with him. Yes, and then I would say you kicked in to be a super dad at three months. It took you three months. Three months. And honestly, no, I wouldn't even say three months. Two months. You know why I say two months? And I say this to women. I give the suggestion to women all the time. Have your man, um, your husband, your partner, whatever, take his paternity leave later. 
have the moms come visit help and then let them leave because you are really pissing me off when my mom was here with Bryce because I was like why the fuck are you just sitting here playing your video relaxing while my mom is over here trying to show us and give us tips and you literally told me you probably don't remember you was like I don't need to do anything because your mom's here what I mean what do you need me for and I was livid and that's just because and it makes sense it makes sense because three people don't need to stand over a baby and watch but I just thought like why wouldn't he be over here? She's trying to show us. Remember, I would be like, come on. She's trying. Okay, why do I need to watch her bathe him? Like, no, she's trying to show him how to fucking bathe because you're going to be the one who has to fucking bathe him because I'm going to be at work at night. It was just little things like that was pissing me the fuck off. And meanwhile, I was just calm, collected, and I was just like, it's okay. It's going to be all right. Don't worry. I got this. <laughs> no. Have, that, a, have this- a little faith in me <laughs> but yeah so that's why um so that was for bryce that was for bryce so marley now popped in another one in the oven mm-hmm. marley's coming along and now all of a sudden the hate is back again yes this uh, clearly this is hormonal guys it's not me it's the hormones but go ahead tell me now what's what's going on with marley so with marley i didn't hate you as much oh you learned to love me now huh yeah, yeah. i hated you like with Bryce, I literally was like, I fucking hate him. I'm, what the fuck? Why did I marry him? I'm definitely not having another baby with him. Like, this is legitimate things that I was thinking after Bryce came. And it, it, it was really bad. It was really and bad. And guys, you know what happens, right? Once the hormones calm down, that dick game came back. Oh, calm down, Hal. Calm down. You couldn't yeah. resist it. She so, wanted it. Calm, calm down. All right, now. all right. All right, so go ahead. So now, all right, Marley. So then Marley comes, and then I exploded. Remember when she was like five weeks old? I exploded. And that's when I said, I'm going to California. Mm-hmm. And with Marley, I would say, it. you, you, I, you probably going to realize it now, but I'll be like, uh, hello? You have a... I felt with Marley, you were trying, and you mentioned it a few times, like, you're going to take this kid, and I'm going to take this kid, and then we're just going to keep them separate. Like, you're, that's how you were trying to play. And I was like, no, the fuck we're not. You need to learn how, in my head, I'm like, you need to learn how to do both kids. And so, for a long time, I remember one time in the car, I was just like, you go, hey, Bryce. Hi, and Marley was like a newborn. She was like a few weeks, not even a few weeks. And we were doing a ride somewhere. And I was like, well, what about Marley? And he goes, she's a newborn. Like, she, I said, what about her? She's in the car. And I just felt like you were just, even with little things, you were just catering a lot to, like, to just Bryce. And it's almost as if Marley wasn't really there and i just remember telling someone like talking to my aunt because i'm just being honest with you right now and i was just like well i thought little i thought guys fall in love with their daughters like he is acting like marley is just not even here he's giving showing more love to bryce and it's not like he's not even he's saying like he can't bathe marley he can't do this and i'm just like what the fuck i thought guys go crazy over little girls like their daughters and then it started to work in because I think it it also depends on the woman I feel like I'm a very strong woman and 
I just was like, no, I'm not letting him just do one kid. He has to learn how to do both. And I remember when we were in Texas and I went for a class and that was your first time having both of them. And you were like, I remember I was in the shower and Bryce was going crazy. Marley was screaming and you was like, okay, that's enough. That's enough guys. <laughs> you're, you're driving me fucking crazy. And I just remember while bathing myself just started cracking up. And I was like, yeah, see, you thought it was fucking easy. This shit is hard. And then I remember that was our first date night from after having both of the kids. Because T.T. Um, Nunu watched them. And you're like, I ain't going to lie. Watching both of them, that shit is hard as fuck. And I was like, yeah, you see what I'm going through? I've been doing this for a mad, like two months now, three months, bro. And that's like, it's just a different feeling. I feel like you kicked into daddy mode, dad of the year with Marley at four months. And that's my opinion. Is it, is it my turn now? Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Now, finally, finally, I get to say my piece. Okay. What you got? What you got? So first and foremost, the first two, the first two months of this little girl's life, first uh-huh. couple weeks of this there's nothing I can do for her. Yes, there is. I nothing I can do. She's a mama's girl. No. Mommy had take mommy feeds her. Mommy because mom she has to be on the titty. So that's why I said fine. You could have did shit. Wait, wait. I said fine. You're watching her. I'm gonna watch this one over here and make sure he doesn't feel left out in the process. That's daddy's mindset. Daddy's like, yo, I'm gonna oh. keep one away so there this for you could keep your your, your oh. keep all your focus on this little one right here. I thought I was doing the right thing. That's why I used to be like, what the fuck? Why is she mad at me? I'm trying oh. to help out. So then now, you know it. Makes sense. Now. It was it was just trying to make sure that he doesn't get jealous because some when new kids come in, little yes. little ones get jealous because they're like, yeah, why y'all treating him? I'm the baby, but uh, yes. So we was doing all of that, and then I remember, yes, in the cars used to be like, oh, what about Marley? And I'm like, Marley is a new employee. She does not <laughs> yes. have tenure yet in yes. the company. Yes, like you what would the say hell? What that. are you talking about? That would piss me the all fuck right? off. All right, Bryce then paid his dues. He is yes. now a he's part of the union. He's paying his dues. All right. I remember you God damn it. That. So this is how this goes. All right, T- seniority rules in the house. Yeah, seniority rules. Bryce comes first. Senior man. Yeah. He gets the first love. Then Marley catches on what's left. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So. You know, I was just like, yo, come on, like, yo, we, we can't forget about the little, and and that was my, I, I felt maybe like, yo, you might start just focusing too much on her and forgetting about mm. him. So I said, all right, I need to show, make sure, let him know, like, yo, we still here, bro. Yeah. I got you. I got you. So, and then also too, Marley was a crier. And I realized one a couple of times I tried to like, and I said, oh, okay, she's, she's not feeling me. <laughs> like she, she would, she would stop when you picked her up yeah. and you used to tell me, oh, cause she recognized my smell. I said, okay, good. Go smell over there then. <laughs> Since you want to be with your mama all the time. Bryce, come hang out with daddy. Come watch some football. <laughs> right. So I was just like, all right, listen, she's a crier. This little girl would just cry all night. All night yeah. But again, there was nothing I could, we weren't giving her formula. So I'm like, I can't get up and feed her. <laughs> you know, if she gets up, mommy has to go get her. So she put her on the titty. And I think the lack of sleep was killing you. Yeah. And I think you just being irritated that there's really nothing I can do. And I was just there. And you're just like, oh, how are you sleeping when I got to be up? So you used to wake me up. And I didn't mind waking up because I was like, I find this is what I got to do just so you don't fucking go crazy on me. But you could tell that your irritation was just growing. And I was just like, yo, 
I don't know what to do. So then you flew out to Cali, and I don't know what the fuck you did over there. But what came back was not that little, little girl. girl. Yeah. What came back was like she just fuck. It was like she just had an epiphany. Like, ooh, they don't. Oh, if I keep doing this, he ain't gonna like me. Yeah. I need my daddy. And then when she came back, she was. I was just like, Molly P. And she smiled at me. I said, Okay, I got him now. And then now all the tricks that I learned with Bryce, I could now finally apply because now. It was like she was responding to me, and I was like, "Oh, see, you take me away, and all of a sudden you realize you need you need her, you need big shoulders, huh? Yeah, yeah them show, mama shoulders ain't ain't big enough to sleep on. You need these shoulders. Yeah, they call, and, they call and me now, shoulders in the household because you know all the kids sleep on my shoulders. But and honestly, I think it, it just I get smiles and joy like listening to you when you read to them, um, when you bathe them. When you like talk to them and you wrestle them and they're like both screaming and fighting for your attention. Um, like you are an amazing father and I definitely appreciate everything that you do. It, it, it makes me happy like, oh, this is my little family. And I think now, like you're not going to say it, but you do have a favorite. Actually, I don't. I'll be honest with you. I really don't. I like them both. I know. I don't. I, know ha- you, I don't have favorites. I. I thought do. I would. I but, really don't. But I'm gonna tell you. Do certain things with both of them differently. What? Like you may not notice it, but I notice. This is my opinion. Like you show Bryce love and stuff and all that, but when it comes down to Marley, like you, you kiss her, you hug her more, you show like you give affection to Bryce, but it's a total different type of affection, like. You're always hugging. That's why the girl, she literally goes around the house, guys, crying for her daddy. And and he is normally like, oh, you got to cry it out. With Bryce, he's like, you got to cry it out. You got to figure it out. But with her, oh, you pick. Why are you rolling your head like that? Well, no, no, no. So how tall is Bryce? Bryce is about almost four foot now. No, no. All this right, is okay. when this He's, is when he was a baby. You would do this. Like, I did the same thing to Bryce. I would carry him around and hold him and hug him up too. As, you hug, you hug up. I, I think I now. did the same thing with Bryce, hugging on, kissing on him too. Like that was thought, my little man. Just like you thought I wasn't mad at you. Hmm. That was my little man. And you see, Bryce is attached to me. Yeah, they're both. They both are daddy kids. Yeah, Bryce they both is love their daddy. I, and I think I give them equal because I make sure I said I don't want nobody yeah. to feel jealous. Jealous. And but they get jealous. They get jealous. Like when one's holding. Marley them. gets mad. Oh, she. Gets oh, she pissed gets off. pissed the fuck. Like if I come in the room and I don't acknowledge her, she'll be there like. Mm, mm. <laughs> and I'll be looking at her like, hi. hi. Yeah, don't say hi to her first. The, her if brother. If I don't first. say yeah, if I, if I don't if I don't acknowledge her first, she gets pissed the hell off, boy. And then you know, and I, but I think Bryce is doing really well in terms of you know like. Uh, He's a good acknowledging her that that's my sister. Yeah, and I think it was a good thing that we had them so close because yeah. I think I don't know which family member or friend I, th- I think it was of yours who <laughs> said that having him that close, he will never not know growing up without her. Yeah, oh, he will they, always just know that she was there, and so that's my sister. And the cool thing, guys, right now they are like best buds. Like when Daddy wrestles Bryce, Marley's screaming, and when Bryce. Daddy wrestles Marley. Bryce is jumping on his back trying to help her. Like they are, what do you call freaking frat? Freaking frat. Yeah, they they are best. They're besties. I love those little things. But yeah, that's that's my my um 
So, but yeah, so guys, uh, and this goes out to all the new couples, uh, you know, moms and dads out there. Even the, and if, if, even if you're your lady, girlfriend, wife, side piece, whatever, pregnant right now, and they're throwing a lot of hate, there's nothing you can do about this. This is coming from my experience. There's really nothing you can do. Just keep doing what you're doing and try to be as helpful as possible, but you'll never be as helpful as they want. Mm-hmm. If you do everything that they tell you, they're still going to be mad at you because they're going to be like, who the fuck told you to do it so fast? Slow the fuck. Or who told you to move so slow? Yeah. You won't, it will never work out. So just try to be patient. Or patient. try and also too try to talk. Like, I think if we would have. No, talked- no, don't talk. Don't talk. <laughs> talk is a setup because <laughs> but I think the if second you, you told- open your mouth, you're going to be wrong. You're going to think you're right. You're wrong. And then you're going to fuck up. Remember the, the golden rule here. <laughs> they are right. You're not. You're an idiot. They're so they're can, smart. Can I ask you before we go? Did you hate me during these times? I didn't hate you. I, I was just frustrated with you mm. because I just didn't know what to say. How can I hate you? You're carrying my child. Yeah. My whole thing was just trying to trying to make you as comfortable as possible. But I realized I can't do anything. Do you feel like that's this was postpartum? Do you feel like I'm still bad now? Like. How you have the same feelings that you know? Because Marley's now ten months. No, no, I think we've we've passed that. I I think you did have a little postpartum. Mm-hmm. There were times when you were depressed, and I think during the early months of Marley, when she was just a cry, I think you got very depressed because you were just like, "What the fuck? Why doesn't she shut up?" You didn't say it out loud, but I, there was times when you were holding her, and I could just see you just get deflated, like, "Oh my god," and. I felt that was like a, a sign. So, so I would try, like I said, I would try to have, but the little girl just would not, re- aside from you sticking a bottle in her mouth, and even then, but again, you were against that. I used to scream like, I think she's hungry. I think she's hungry. And you used to be like, no, <laughs> she's, she's not. not. No, she's not. And I'm like, okay, uh, babies only cry when they're hungry. That's all I know. That's all my little bit of expertise. <laughs> and you used to be so pissed at me because you used to feel like I was going against your breastfeeding narrative. But, you know, I was just like, listen, I just want her to shut up. <laughs> That's it. And normally food makes them be full. Remember Bryce? <laughs> and I, was, that, was Bryce a crier around that time? No. No, Bri- no, Bryce was just like. He was so chill. He was just chill. He was just, you, you could literally just put this boy in a swing and walk away for 10 minutes. And he would just be like, okay, whatever. And come back. So, um, but yeah. Just try to patience is the key here. Even after the baby comes, patience is the key because at this point, they're now coming down off the emotions. It's called they're going through withdrawal. It's basically remember they're, they're hopped up off of drugs. It's all these fucking uh, stuff that they're um, I keep forgetting the fucking word. Uh, the hormones, the uh, hormones uh, that they've estrogen, been estrogen, es- all no. that stuff that they're that their body been producing for the baby. They're now having a withdrawal, so they're irritable. They, they got this young human that's always crying that they got to look after. And so they need somewhere to vent their frustration. They can't take it out on the baby. Mm-hmm. They're going to take it out on the closest thing to them. <laughs> and that's you. You just got to take, you just got to like put your shoulder there and let them punch away and fuck it. Yo, it is what it is, man. Take the hits. And then again, just whenever you can try to give them a break. Yo, if, if she's sleeping and the baby starts crying, don't even wait. Don't just rush in there and grab the baby out and then just mm-hmm. close the door and just try to give her like extra 15, 20 minutes. And that that it helps and it will try it will it would make you look like a superman. I'm telling super you. Dad, super, super dad. Super dad. Yeah. All right. Oh man, that just brought back a bunch of emotions. Jesus Christ. 
Yeah. All right. Good, Moving good on. Shit, good shit. Good shit. You're good. You're a good dad. You're. you're I, I amazing, try my best. Amazing dad. I hope I'm an amazing mom. Well, listen. See, you got to stop doing that. You know what? Let me give you your flowers. Don't just don't talk down on yourself. Let me give you. You give me my flowers. I could give you your flowers too. Don't 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 do the whole. Oh, oh woe is me. No, don't do that. Keep, keep your chin up. You chin up. There you go. You're an amazing I just, mother. I just mommy guilt. A lot of mommy guilt. Yeah, you're a good mommy. You're, these kids love you, whether we want to believe it or not. Marley loves you. Bryce loves you. And I feel that you are doing an amazing job with both of them. You potty trained a boy. You are now the potty trainer of the household. <laughs> Sometimes I might need to be potty trained. <clears throat> oh, God. Oh, God. Wait, that didn't sound right. No, it didn't. It did but not, right? You right talk flush about- them bars. Flush them bars. <laughs> let's go ahead and All right. end this almost. So yeah, let's, let's wrap do this up. Today's uh, kids will never know. You want so to our favorite quick? topic, today's kids will never know, brought to you by... Oh, we got we got a sponsor? Ladies and gentlemen, put your sponsors oh, up here. We'll be more than Fuck happy to man. have you do that here. <laughs> we'll go get All a right. sponsor. So today's kids will never know <laughs> metal lunchboxes. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. This is a real thing. <laughs> wait, did I say this right? Metal lunch pails. I don't what do you guys call them? Boxes? Lunch boxes? Or lunch That's pail? why I'm laughing. Nobody says a lunch box. It's pails. Well, yeah, a pail. Well they, they no. would say they would say you'd be like, Yo, get your lunch box. It's a lunch box. Ah, yes. So it just sounds weird. I grew up with a metal one. I had a metal lunch box. Loser. It was it was red and I forgot who they had the design was. But that was the thing. You need to try to find a picture of that. I don't see kids with lunchboxes anymore. I see them with their little camouflage totes or what? Or they put them in those huge ass book bags that they carry on their backs now. But I don't see kids walking around with lunchboxes. And so I don't think this new generation will ever. That, that's a dying thing. now. I don't think that's a thing anymore. No, it, it is dead. It's definitely dead. Yes, so in my childhood, we had lunch boxes. Uh, they came in a variety of colors. It, so, some were metal, some were wood. So it wood. What yes, the they fuck? had wooden ones too. Who the fuck? Who the fuck is carrying a wood? A wood. It was carved, just like how you. Are you kidding me? I'm serious. They did, were did carved. It, did it have your name on it? Like, you could have it etched in there. Get the fuck out of here! You you have to yes. ask your mom to show a picture. I have to and see ask if your the, mom too if they still give. The kids are still carrying wooden lunch pails. Actually, you know like what? We're going to try to have moms on the next pod. We're going to try to give moms a call on the next pod, and then maybe we can ask her some questions. We can't tell her, though. We just got to call her and yeah, just talk she, to her. She could be what's your, what? what's your, oh, oh. But, on the podcast, but, but anyway, on the let's, podcast. Let's focus, let's focus. But, yeah. But, so, lunch pails, back when, when I was in school, you got this little plastic lunch pail. had your, like, favorite character, like a Barbie, or for now. What was, was the character? I can't remember like what I had. Was it like a, I just remember like a pink, whatever, and pink I just Jordan. felt no. I just felt like I was always a loser. Like I was a loser as a middle school kid because my parents they you say I'm very bougie. I didn't grow up with that type of lifestyle. The lifestyle that I have now, like we were middle class. They're very simple. Like they didn't spend a lot of money. Okay. Okay. So I felt like everything I got was very outdated. Like everybody else was ahead of me. And I was like, oh, that's what that is. Oh, that's new. (laughs) So my lunchbox, I'm pretty sure it was outdated, but it was hard. Like the hard plastic. It was hard plastics. And you know, sometimes 
the the little thing that you have to lock it, it would eventually break because it's made of plastic. Ah, so our metal ones had a metal lock. Yeah. And you it's like you flip it up, pop it, yep. And so that you couldn't, I remember sometimes when you have a lunch where you couldn't close it, so I would have to hand hold it. Oh, like be, that. Oh. And carry it because it wouldn't close because you broke the snap off. Damn. Duct tape? No. No, that would have been just bad. Get, we yeah, just get another do. lunch pail eventually. But yeah. So, but yeah. But that. I don't see kids. So now, you know, the school is across the street from us. I don't see kids with lunch pails when I'm walking out in the mornings. Oh, yeah. But again, I think that's because you get food in school. No, because we, I've got Glow. Every year I, I get her her backpack and we always get her a matching lunchbox. Now, what but kind of lunchbox are you it's getting? It's always her? soft. Just like Bryce's. It's so, a soft. So, so it's no longer, you no don't get longer the plastic, plastic ones. No. no one does the plastics anymore. So that's a dying thing. So, yeah, today's kids will never know what a lunchbox is. That's crazy. Uh, and I thought a those metal things one, were, a plastic. metal or plastic. And I thought those would never go away. And they're still around. Don't get me wrong guys they are still you know around, what those are now those are like um what do you call them collectible items yeah oh my God. that's fucking crazy all right so do you want to go ahead and get into your weird news or you want me to do my uh, uh do your tip and i'll do my re- my weird news right after okay so go ahead what's going on dj whitney's tip of the week that's not that's not my title what is it called Whitney's tip of the day. <laughs> One more time. That's not my title. Whitney's tip of the month. Corner fool. Whitney's corner. Tip of the week. That's where the music did out. All right. So basically, oh, that's kind of cool how it ended. Um, basically, the tip of the week is potty training, pertaining to potty training. But do not invest in that little portal potty. The little individual potty seat it's a waste of your time a waste of your fucking money which is almost fifty dollars go ahead get the little seat cushion and train the kid on the regular toilet because eventually if you train them on the small toilet they only want to sit on the small toilet and they're going to be terrified to sit on the big toilet just train the little son of a gun no i'm just playing train the little baby on the big toilet and that's my tip of the week. Don't waste your money on the, the portable toilets. Quick, simple, straight to the point. And that concludes Whitney's Corners Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Whitney. Whitney is also a sponsor of Whitney NYC. Uh, <laughs> that's a hair salon in New York City. People to reach out to her anywhere on Instagram. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, babe. All right. And so that brings us to our final uh, topic of the week. And this is my weird news of the week brought to you by M dollars. So my weird news of the week comes out of North Korea. Now, I'm not sure if you guys know where North Korea is. It's actually above South Korea. Up oh, then that's all the geography you're going to get out of me. But so North Korea has a leader called Kim Jong Il. Right. Not to be confused with his father, Kim Jong Il. Not to be confused with his grandfather, Kim Jong. Ugh. So wait, what? Why are you trying to be funny? No, that's the name of the the guy's name is Kim Jong Il. His grandfather's name is Kim Jong Il, and his father's name is Kim Jong. <coughs> it, it, it's it's the Jong Dynasty. It's the okay. Kim Dynasty. Okay. So, anyways, um, re- recently came out that they're claiming that their fearless leader Kim Jong Il. Invented Which one? The, the first one? No, this is the son. 
the other the other two are dead. So this is the son. Okay. Now he's in he's in charge. They're saying that he invented the burrito. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you heard that right. King Jong Il invented our lovable, delicious burrito that all the Mexicans are eating. So apparently, Mexico stole the idea from him, and then they try to do it. So there's no way that. He's- but not to be confused, he actually invented the burrito on January fourth, twenty twenty two. Okay, so okay, the reason is he's a dictator, so anything he says is actually the truth. They can't go against it. So he actually showed them a picture of a burrito and saying, look, this is a new meal that I came up with. And now they're saying that he invented it, so all the population has to believe that he invented it. And that's why you can't live in a dictatorship. So the false came claim, as the country said, it was doing a booming trade-in with <laughs> they were doing a trade with Mexicans and so their trade was for them to give the Mexicans the burritos and Mexicans gave them something else which was salsa so they 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 convinced their people that he invented the burrito I know I know yeah you you wouldn't believe it but it's actually a real thing and so now apparently they the people in North Korea can now enjoy burritos on the street Thanks to their fearless leader, Kim Jong. Get the fuck out of here. He did not invent the motherfucking burrito. Everyone knows that, but come on. This this is just foolery, okay? But that's how it is. This is a country that's literally they call this the black hole of the world because no one knows anything about this place unless unless they're sending out information. It's a dictatorship. He controls it with an iron fist. He had his uncle shot with a fucking um cannon. Because he felt that he was going to try to... Yeah, so it, it, it it's a crazy story. But that's my crazy story of the week. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. All right. Jo- Ooh, it's ew, ew. Say ew. 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 All right. All right, so guys, uh, thanks so much. I think we're going to wrap it up here. I want to thank you guys for tuning in with us today. It's been a wonderful pod. I think we hit up on a lot of topics. Yeah. Did a lot of things. And so uh, let's just, you know, shout out where we can, where they can find you, Miss Wits. They can find me on Instagram at Whitney Green NY. They also, I'm creating a bridal page, Whitney Green bridal and then there will be in the making whitney green wigs i'm separating all my businesses um but that's my business pages and then you can find me on my personal page and on the podcast which is my personal page is whitney (laughs) ms wit 86 and my podcast our podcast is podcasting with the bay so you can find me five ways yeah boy oh Get yeah me. i'm getting that hundred hundred thousand you know I oh, shit. All, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right guys and you can find me on my instagram marcel underscore 876 you can also find me on uh facebook at marcel just search i'm there's only four of us on there and uh, you can also find me on Twitter, Marcel underscore. He's the darkest one. <laughs> uh, actually, Mad underscore Jamaican eight seven six. And uh, once again, th- find me on the podcasting with Bay page, podcasting with Bay, all one word, Instagram and Facebook. And well, just like again, like to thank you all for tuning in. And as usual, it's been a pleasure. Peace. Peace.